This is the Health to Your Health and Wealth Show. Show me the money on My Talk 1071 with guests from Health Foundation's Birth Center and ClearStub Financial. Let's learn something. And here's your host, Miss Shannon. So happy to have you here listening to the Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon here with my favorite friends, a rotating panel of experts that help you just clear your mind. We just kind of, some of those things that you're going, I need to have time to figure this out, but I just haven't managed to find that time yet. We help you out with all of that stuff here at the Health and Wealth Show. So, of course, helping, helping us today with our financial health, we have Carla Zevnik Seifer from uh, ClearStep Financial, Miss President. Ms. President. Hello, hello, good morning. <laughs> hey. And isn't this wonderful weather we have yes, in Minnesota? Yes, it's a little steamy. It's so funny here in Minnesota. For anybody who's listening outside of Minnesota, you're not familiar. Minnesota, I think, don't people think that we get real summers? But it almost is like a switch. Like, I remember I was out and I was lunching with a friend on Friday on a patio. And between like it, it, it at noon it was one temperature and then by 12 30 you could literally it was like they flipped a switch and summer began <laughs> it flips kind of fast yes doesn't it? Mm-hmm. and it doesn't stay long i always say minnesota has about 30 days of summer exactly so you don't really have to change up your wardrobe no. or you, you just know have one to ex- wardrobe is always good yes yeah, so you just have to you know have something that you're like a couple of layers down is what i'll do today <laughs> maybe I'll, i have the same dress just i didn't put a sweater on on, on top of it so for everyone that's listening we uh, want you to be able to enjoy your summer. So our friend Carla from ClearStep mm-hmm. is going to help us do that yeah. by just kind of taking some of the gray area out on some terminology that we have in our finances. Right. And so we're going to help you with that. And I also mm-hmm. want to remind everybody that talking to you and your team at ClearStep Financial is a great way to do that mental spring, summer, fall cleaning. Right. So right. if you go, mm-hmm. I've been meaning to look at my accounts. I've been meaning to see where I am as far as my financial health goes, but I haven't figured out where to start. Mm -hmm. Having that initial complimentary consultation that you do at ClearStep is a great way to just go, here's everything. You know what it is? It is because and part of our process is educational oriented. So we take an educational approach. I, I feel strongly that once people understand a little bit of the money concepts, no matter where you're at in your life, you could be close to retirement or at retirement and still, you know, these basic concepts are so important to reiterate and go through. And then it's so much easier to make decisions, financial right. decisions uh, on where we're at and where we're going. And, you know, I always say there's no straight path to right. finance to our, to reach our financial goals. And most people I know do are saving for retirement or they're at retirement. And that really is ultimately a goal for uh, probably over 90 some percent of all people out there. So it's a topic that is key to understand understand just some of these concepts. here. And I just remember a few years ago when I first sat down with Cassandra, that part of it was one. She just did a really great job of going, no, here's where you are. And here's a strategy to get where you want to be as quickly as possible. Because she was one of the ones that she looked at and she goes, well, no, you're doing fine with these buckets. But with your scenario, you're going to need to have your own business to be able to get where you want and to do what you want for your son. You're going to be you're going to kind of need to have your own business so you can leave something that you could sell. And we had this conversation about it. And it was something that I didn't have in my personal bucket of oh, I can or I should. Mm -hmm. All I was thinking was what the traditional route was. Oh, I should, I'm going to have a job and then I'll have a 401k and then that's how my health insurance. Mm -hmm. So to be able to talk to her and go, well, no, the way it's set up right now, if you did this and you can do this, 
Right. It really just opened my eyes to a whole different avenue mm-hmm. of how I could get to what my end goal was. And that's a good point. There's a lot of ideas out there and strategies to help to achieve financial goals. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about some of them. Some of them are considered obstacles or right. risk. Mm-hmm. Others are just game plans to help achieve uh, financial goals. In fact, uh, I was just reading this past week about, uh, I think this is interesting, the pandemic last year right. has actually, I just saw an article on this, has actually inspired financial habits right. for people. Uh, it says the COVID crisis has has forced many Americans to adopt new attitudes and behaviors toward money and finance. And according to a study that was just done this year, uh, 32% of all Americans said their financial disciplines have improved during the pandemic and 95% expect to maintain those new habits. Right. And that has everything to do with some, you know, living expenses, maybe cutting back, paying off debt, increased savings. And I also think it's just because of the way that we had to change our spending habits, because you couldn't just emotionally just show up at a, at a big box store and just spend all this money. You had to plan everything out. It just made me be more mindful about when I was spending money, because a lot of times, well, now I have to go online and I have to do it. So I have to think about it. I have to see it. I have to calculate it. I have to, you know, make, it just made me slow down and look at good, some of these. Good point. And then there were a lot of uncertainties and in life, you know, when we sit down with people uh, working with retirement, there's so many uncertainties. Right. You know, part of the uncertainty last year was income. Uh, people receiving, are they going to receive income? Is their right. job going to be there? The other risk or concern was that drawdown we had in March. Yes. So the markets went down 30, 40 percent. And so these are all part of the questions people have and uncertainties right. uh, as we reach our goals, our financial goals. Well, we are going to help people just kind of look at those risks and those obstacles uh, throughout the show today. But before we get to that, I want to remind everybody that they can contact you directly and we'll do this throughout the show. They can go to your website, clearstepfinancial.com. They can also call you at 651-600-0855. And you do have another webinar coming up this Tuesday, right? We do. We do. Tuesday, this Tuesday, the 8th. It's a Retirement Success Principle webinar. It's open to everyone and guests and my talk listeners, mm-hmm. uh, current clients, uh, people that you would invite. And you just need to go to our website, clearstepfinancial.com. And there's a tab in there about how to sign up for the, the, the seminar, the webinar. It's a virtual webinar. So it's available and very educational oriented. It'll be at 6.30. Right. 6.30 to 7.30 next Tuesday. Perfect. I'm excited to be a part of that. So I'm going to watch all of that and just make sure that I'm still on track. And if nothing else, go, I have another question for you. <laughs> well, exactly. And you know, I always mm-hmm. say if, if when you go on these webinars or you know, educational pieces, even today at our, uh, you know, discussion of retirement principles and risks and obstacles. If you can pick up one thing that can benefit you greatly. Right. So as we move into these risks and obstacles for retirement, I want to remind everybody that can be part of the show. They can call us with any questions at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Also want to remind everybody that securities and advisory services offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. So, Carla, when we were looking at these risks and obstacles, are these basically the when you're it will call them the the entry level things that people should know as they are planning for their retirement is that kind of what these yes bullet and no. points are? Yeah, yeah, good point uh and i believe that these obstacles and risks will will come up at all different times of your process it Fair doesn't enough. just happen in the beginning of your 
um, investing world because life changes, right? Right. So throughout your whole life, getting to retirement and through retirement, these are obstacles and risks that will help you in really any part of your that path. Right. To, to continually understand how they work uh, because they will affect you even in retirement. Well, the one of the first risks that you had listed that we are going to discuss today is the risk of inflation. And that term inflation, I feel, is one of those words that comes up a lot. It's one of the ones that you kind of heard bits and pieces of it in uh, a class in high school, but you didn't really pay attention to it because it came in the middle of something else. Um, and it's and one it really of didn't pertain to you at that exactly. time. Exactly. You think you're going to live forever. You think none of this <laughs> right. is going to affect you. <laughs> yes. And so now we're like, oh, wait, I should probably have a better grasp of what inflation is and what happens to me based upon what inflation does. Right. So uh, just a little background on inflation. So in 1971, mm-hmm. Nixon took us off the gold standard. Okay. So we had no check and balance system at that time. So right. really the government could print as much money as they wanted to within mm-hmm. reason, right? So that printing of money has been going on since the 70s. So in the 70s or prior to that, and uh, are you saying that for all of the money that we created, there needed to be a stockpile of tangible gold or Correct. something? Or close to that, close right? To it. They, okay. they, there was a check and balance system there. But once we were taken off that gold standard and there was nothing to hold us accountable, right? no gold there, nothing to hold us so they could do what they wanted to do, right? Mm-hmm. And I say they... Um, government or entities that made these financial decisions that affects all of us right. to this day. Um, initially, they said uh, that this was just going to be short term. Oh, okay. Right. But then, and they presented it that way to the American people, this is going to be good for us. But look now, 50 years later, right. where we're at. And so the inflation, when I hear that term, is that where my I'm making the same amount of money but it has less buying power is that part of it or so a few things with inflation first off it's a hidden tax okay and we don't see it but it's there look a year ago uh, for those people that go to the grocery store and buy Mm -hmm. food which i'm thinking is most people look at the cost of some of your food items right right? look at uh look at meat look Mm -hmm. at vegetables if you get a little organic look at how those prices have gone up so the cost of food yes. goes up about 7% every year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we always say if you use the rule of 72, divide 72, it's a factor that you use, mathematical equation. You can take it, divide it by any number, and that'll tell you how many years it'll take to double. Okay. Right? So 72 divided by 7% of food going up every year. To Every 10 years, your food doubles. So cost okay. of your food doubles every 10 years. I remember in the 80s, going through a grocery store, I could fill up my whole cart of food for about $50. Right. Throw some meat in there, throw all kinds of things. Well, now it's what, 300 Exactly. Like I you know, just went to the grocery store and I think we had 15 items, 20 items, and this was already at 100 bucks. Yeah. It was already at 100 bucks. <laughs> just because everything costs. Everything costs. $2.30. Yeah. <laughs> what? Right, Sonny? It's just fruit. $100. Exactly. Easy. It's right. just food. And this was, you know, and it wasn't, we didn't even get to fruit. My son is very uh, into a bunch of like, uh, Powerades, Gatorades, all those things, they're $1.99 a piece. And then when they're on sale, they're still 80 cents. So we got there immediately, and I'm like, we didn't even get to anything that was nutritionally pr- appropriate for you. <laughs> and we've already spent this much money. So you're right. Yeah, it is food, very difficult. Food is something that hits us right in our pocketbook every single week. Right. right. We, we pay attention to it. We know it. 
Uh, but I just see that food, yeah, doubles. It doubles. And it's doubling. And with gas prices going up, it's continuing to, to go up, right? Right. So that's a hidden tax. Uh, also, the CPI, Consumer Price Index, that the government puts out does not include food. Gotcha. Interesting. So mm-hmm. when when they say, well, inflation is low, it's only 3 4% or whatever, 2%, they don't count food in there. See, and it's something that hits us every day. And that seems like the one of the things that we should begin the calculation right. with is the things that we have to, every day. not the luxury right. items. Right. <laughs> All right. So I'm excited to talk to you more about inflation and some other items that we have coming up, like volatility and some other things that we... They're blessings, but they're also something that may be a big obstacle for us. We're going to go into some other concepts that will affect our retirement goals. Right. And you can be part of the show. Again, the number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back here on the Health and Wealth Show. Helping you glow up each and every episode. That's what we do here on the Health and Wealth Show. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Carla from ClearStep Financial, Hello. reminding you that you can be part of the show at 651-641-1071. Now, Carla, before we went to break, we were talking about inflation. And we did have a caller that couldn't stay with us on the line. And she was asking about, had we heard about a universal 15% tax? And the reason I want to bring that up to you right now is, for me personally, I feel like that's one of those those headlines or subjects that pop up often in my feed, but I've never looked into it deeply enough to go, here's my opinion on it, why it is this, because they've been having that conversation for quite some time, right? Right, right. you know, the, the, the fixed uh, tax rate has been coming up periodically. It, it continually pops up, right? Mm-hmm. There are constant discussions on that, so... Uh, it's, and it's very, uh, it's, it's complex, right? There's a lot of factors that go into the tax rate. Um, I, I, I think it could be a good thing, but at the same time, there's a lot of variables and I, right. and so I, I don't like to talk too much about it because right. there's, there's a, it's very complex. Right. And I think that that's also, it's, I, I appreciate our caller coming in with that information. I appreciate them looking into these things. You know what? They're all good topics and right. discussions. These are all Things that will affect us. Yes. And, and our, our goals, you know, the American people, our goals as, as people working and working hard and families and saving and all of that. So this, this does, the tax rate does affect all of us. Right. And I think part of what we're covering today with those risks and those obstacles, that's part of why people have so much anxiety about making these financial decisions is because there are so many things out there that mm-hmm. are, as you put it, very complex. Right. And, and so it's very, it's, it's, it's easy to second guess yourself. And so it's good to have somebody else that can help you go, no, 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 based upon where you're at right now, we can't fortune tell. You've said right. that quite often, but right. we can make some wise guesses. Right. Prepare and, and plan. Do, exactly. And make some some uh, decisions based on where you're at and goals and that type of thing. So that's why go to our clearstepfinancial.com. Uh, let us know that you're from My Talk Radio, and we'll set up an initial free consultation just to talk a little bit and share some ideas and see how we can help you. Right. Another um, risk that comes up often, I think, and, and another one of those ones that we uh, – lie awake at night or when you know i'm i may not stay awake but i'm one of those i wake up in the middle of night and it's like why am i thinking about this now there's nothing Mm -hmm. i can do about it it's Mm -hmm. the volatility Mm -hmm. in the markets and the uh, how do we help talk people through that as they're making these choices now most people in the united states have been through remember when 2000 hit y2k all Mm -hmm. of that there was big uh big discussion about how that how things are going to everything's going to turn off right all right. the 
nothing will work and everything will turn off. I remember I was literally fear. at work at midnight and I'm standing there like prepared in case all of the lights everything shut, shut down. <laughs> right. Yes. No food, nothing. Exactly. So, I'm going to be trapped in this building because yeah, right. none of the computers are going to let the elevator work. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But what really happened there is you had a lot of baby boomers that were looking to retirement. So the 90s gave people that confidence, maybe not real confidence that, you know what? I'll I'll throw a dart, I'll invest in the equity markets, and mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Right. And then what happened in 2000, 2001, 2002, markets dropped about 47%. Right. When they drop that much, and you have that much volatility in your investments, you have to gain back 100% just to break even. So were people being forced to be even more aggressive and try and find a course that was right. even more quote-unquote, risky than they normally would have been right. comfortable doing. Right, so that's okay. a good point. So in the 90s, uh, people got confident with technology, investing in uh, anything technology because it was growing by 100%. Well, what happened in 2000, 2001, and so forth, it went down right. quite a bit. You know, it just dropped. So uh, these are all things to think about, and there's a lot of people, baby boomers especially, people in their 50s to 75 that remember these times they were counting on that money to be there for them. And then again in 07, 08, 09, Mm -hmm. that market dropped again even more. So we had about 12, 13 years there where markets dropped, came back, dropped, came back, where where really most people didn't make anything. They didn't make any money. Then their houses went down. They thought their houses would be an asset. So it's important to prepare uh, for, there's ways and and I'm a firm believer in working with investment strategies that still have the ability to pick up market returns mm-hmm. with less risk. Okay. We can't as we get closer to retirement that volatility it could uh it could take years to gain back and that's something that we want to minimize. And then you also have to dovetail that into what we were talking about with inflation so that you can still right. get enough of a return <laughs> that it dovetails you have into to that. inflation. Exactly. Right? So, so many things. So, so, many, so things. many people, you know, they're they have money in savings or right. they have money in bonds. Bonds went down this year, so how do you uh, where do you invest with money that you still want to make money, but exactly. you want to preserve it? Because so, you can't keep it in your basement. Right. Yeah, keeping right. it in your basement will not get you any right. additional money. And remember, the, the value of the dollar is decreasing here. So as the cost of things go up, that dollar won't pay you. It won't buy you the same amount that it did a year ago. Look right. at lumber. Yes. That's a good, everyone talks about lumber, right? right? The cost of lumber has mm-hmm. increased dramatically. So has corn. So has some of the commodity pricing their wheat and all of that type right. of thing that affects us you know that we see the cost of these things going up right so, yeah we have to be able to outpace that inflation but minimize the risk minimize the volatility there um, to be able to play in that space that and, meets the financial goals and carla you brought up our boomer friends out there all of our buddies in the boomer uh, generation and that has to be another issue as well is that we are glad that uh, that that our we are being healthy and living lives longer, but that still is, you know, the system was not created for us to be able to live these lives. So we don't necessarily have those retirement funds, right? Good, good point. Mm-hmm. And that's another risk here, mm-hmm. right? You're just going to outlive your money. <laughs> and that's a, that's a concern with, yes. with a lot of people. The longest or the fastest growing population are the centenarians, people reaching age 100. Mm -hmm. So people are concerned and they see their parents, maybe their mom is living until 90 something or a parent. 
and they know that that longevity may be there. Right. The, the other side of that, though, is sometimes people think they're going to die sooner because mm-hmm. of their family. We never know. Right. We, we just don't know the time of our, our death, right? Right. We don't know. So we have to prepare and plan for long term. Right. At the same time, we have to make sure our short term needs are, are right. being met as well. But, but living too long is, is, you know, back in the 50s, people lived through their six that's why social security you got it at 65 pensions mm-hmm. right but they only were going to live about another a couple five years, years. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also i'm sure what people are really concerned about like i'm a ways away and i'm already thinking about well am i going to be in debt by the time i retire right. and not wanting to be in that position right right and that's the other uh piece there is the debt mm-hmm. uh you know when we do retirement planning for people we talk about that and do what you can to be totally out of debt by the time you retire uh because that debt hangs over your head and uh if you can use your earned income right right even if you continue to work part time somewhere use that and just get that debt paid up quicker than uh you know than maybe normally you would and when you're saying uh getting out of debt you mean if possible even the house even the house Mm -hmm. yep and that's for anyone at any age do what you can to be debt free right get on a game plan to maybe make more payments on your mortgage um to live within you know within that income and expenses you know be real Diligent about, you know, what is my income? What are my expenses? Prepare. Last year was a good year to help all of us to really prepare for the unexpected. Right. Have uh, maybe more cash available. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I say cash, I'm not suggesting to put a lot of money in savings because really you're losing money in a savings account because inflation goes up higher than what you can earn. So there's ways that you could possibly even make more than than inflation, but also preserve that asset. Well, we are going to hopefully assuage some fears, some of those risks and obstacles to retirement as we continue this conversation with Carla from Clear Step Financial. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Ms. Shannon here with Carla from Clear Step Financial, reminding you can find them at clearstepfinancial.com. You can also call at 651-600-0855. Carla, we've been going through the risks and obstacles to retirement and i like doing shows like this because it's those happy sad moments like you want to live longer but if you do live longer you have to think about some of these things so you might as well think about them now while there's no rush they won't cause any stress you know right. just some of the things that you know it, it it's funny because we talk about the compliments you get people go well you don't look your age i'm like good because i need time i was gonna say she looks <laughs> She looks 10 years younger than what she really is. <laughs> so, But I'm like, good, because I need time to hustle and get these things together. So uh, if you have any questions, you can call the Health and Wealth Show at 651-641-1071. So we talked about the suggestion that it's in your best interest to get out of debt as early as you can. You know, mm-hmm. all debt, mm-hmm. all debt. Be debt-free. There's, there's a certain spiritual aspect of our life that kicks in when we are totally debt-free. Right. And you're not beholden to anyone. You're not beholden to the the person who holds the mortgage or anything like mm-hmm. that. That's a freeing experience. And for many baby boomers who traditionally, you know, people in their 50s, 60s, 70s, um, and this this is for just about any age, right, but have been traditionally spenders. Right. Baby boomers have that Clarif- you know, characteristic of being a spender, 
to be debt free is like I said, it's a totally freeing experience. Right. And I like that you bring up those generational um Buckets, uh, because I know that when you talk about all the um, uh, uh, we Gen Xers, we're a little more, you know, frugal, you know, kind of thing. Like we're like, oh, we saw our mom not they necessarily saw these baby money. boomers spend all this money. Exactly. But then I think it also <laughs> pivots a little bit down does, that we're yeah. going, well, how can we help the, you know, when I'm, my yeah. younger sisters that are more, you know, uh, millennial in nature, I'm trying to figure out how I can help them get set up too. Right. Right. And not, I'm like, do you need help with your student loans? Do you need, <laughs> like, what can I do? You know, to try <laughs> and help you. Exactly. Are you okay? And they keep going, we're okay. Because they've made wide choices. Right. But we also, when we talk about debt, it's such a slippery slope because yeah. you want to have credit. You don't want debt. Right. You know, you want to be able to make good decisions right. and have to be able to work within, as you said, this very complex mm-hmm. system that mm-hmm. we have. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it that means complex. you got to, yeah, you have to kind of go, well, here's where I'm going to, I'm going to make this decision so that it affects this in a positive manner but then you have to have the discipline not to spend any right. money on these things. right well the key to investing we were talking about this right Shannon mm-hmm. you and I is that the key to him it's not necessarily the get rich quick right you know so often people want they they and, and there's a piece of probably everyone that wants to have that opportunity to get rich quick, right? right? Whether it be a stock or whether it be this or that but the true the way you know if, if I had a choice between the opportunity to get rich quick or the fundamentals that I know I can achieve it this way. Right. I'm going to take the fundamentals that I know I can achieve it this way. And what, what is that time and discipline? Right. It's the investing on a monthly basis. If you're achieving financial, I call it retirement is basically financial freedom. It's when you have enough money that you can take an income stream from that, right? You can live for the rest of your life. As long as you get a certain amount of, uh, return on your investment and you take a certain amount uh, that you can you can have that money for the rest of your life. Right. But that's really the key is the time and discipline. Be disciplined about it. Invest on a monthly basis. Um, that's part of the, one of the risks of investing is uh, the dollar cost averaging. Right. Is when uh, if you're going to invest, that's the best way to invest is do it monthly. Pick up the lows, pick up the highs. You know, so often uh, like last year when March came around and that market just totally dropped. Right. People had a question. Should I keep investing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Keep investing on a monthly basis. And we did hit on this a little bit. We were talking about get out of debt. So we always appreciate you being part of the Health and Wealth Show at 651-641-1071. Leanne, thank you very much for calling us. Um, so you were hearing us talk about getting out of debt. And I need you to turn your radio down for me because you can just listen to me on the phone. Um, so Leanne, when you were here, Hearing us talk about that, uh, did that ping a, a, a did that ping a little box for you about your mortgage? Yeah. So I contribute to a Roth IRA, and then we also have a mortgage, and we're in a position, thankfully, where we do have some extra cash. You know, um, now kids aren't in daycare anymore. Yay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what would be the better choice to contribute more till I max out that? you know, Roth IRA contribution, or should I put that extra money towards my mortgage? In general, this is in general, there's a lot of variables there, but uh, I'm just going to give you general. If you want to talk more, just get a hold of us on the website and so forth. But once you have, you have everything paid up at your mortgage, right? Correct. The next step would be to maximize those Roth IRAs. That, that it would be your next step because that's all tax-free money. 
And okay. if you're under 50, you could do 6000 a year, each of you, husband and wife, if you're married. As long as you have that earned income, you could put money in a Roth. If you're 50 or older, it's 7000 But that is the next step uh, to maximize the Roth. And then you go back to paying off that mortgage debt. So make sure you're getting your, you maximize your Roth and then go anything that's still left, yeah. throw it at your mortgage. Correct. Wonderful. All right, Thank Leanne. You. Leanne, make sure you leave all your information with our producer as well, and we can have okay. uh, Cassandra and Carla follow up with you later. Congratulations, <laughs> though, on, on getting your kiddos out of daycare. Yeah. I know. Thank I you. remember that moment. I was like, well done. <laughs> well done. Look, you got them to this age. Congratulations to us. So, yeah, yeah so. there's milestones right. in everything we do in life. Exactly. Thanks a lot, Leanne. Enjoy your day. I agree with her, though, that oh. it is going, okay, well, what should I do next? Yeah. And, and, I've been in that position where you mm-hmm. go, oh, okay. Because it, it, one, it feels like I'm, I'm glad that Leanne sounded so uh, excited about it because I remember that feeling when you're like, wait a minute, I now have enough money. I've ta- I was able to yep. take care of all of my needs. Yep. And I'm to the point now that I can do a want or invest. And to be able to make that decision and know that you are adulting so well that I'm going, I'm going to invest. Adulting. That's exactly. It feels word. good. I, yeah, I, adulting, adulting is. Whenever I do choose to adult, I'm like, well done. Because <laughs> <laughs> adulting is not always the most fun thing that we do. So you have to train Hard yourself. Right. You, have, mm-hmm. you have to train yourself to go, no, this is fun too. Right. And it's just different fun. Because mm-hmm. it's easy to sit there and go, I'm going to go blow it on some luxury item. And, I, you know, we you've mentioned mm-hmm. before here on the show that those things are all fine, but you just need to plan for those things as well. Plan and, you know, a lot of things in life, too, again, cash has been so easy to take loans, mm-hmm. uh, credit card, car loans, house loans, right? But to shift over and to get that paid up and be debt-free and then to save so you can pay for cash is a whole nother level of it feels of good feeling go. good and like i said it's a just i call it a spiritual experience because it's a level that you can only feel that by being on that level like to be able to take a vacation that you legitimately know you have this money here and that unless something goes catastrophically wrong it's not going to come back to bite you right. Mm-hmm. really does feel good when mm-hmm. you're like oh no i can do this mm-hmm. and go and do this and then, you know you just can enjoy those luxury right. items so much more right. and mm-hmm. enjoy life mm-hmm. you know we're here on earth to enjoy the life enjoy right. the things we do uh enjoy the people we're with and and not to you know there's so many people what they'll do is they'll make decisions in finance based on fear right something maybe like you had said you heard and saw that when those markets dropped in the early part of this, you know, 2000, 2001, 2002, and then again in 07, 08, that fear was there right. with people. And so there's still that fear. And and some of fe- some fear is good fear, yes. right? I'm not saying it's bad fear. It does sometimes make you safe. That's right. how you stay safe is you go, don't go around yeah. that rock anymore. Right. There's right. a lion. <laughs> you learn. Right, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. But, but at the same time, get the information, become uh, knowledge-oriented, and it helps to make uh, better decisions in the future. Absolutely. Too. And sometimes mm-hmm. if you don't know, it's okay that you don't know. Ask yep. somebody. Yep. And there's, you know, there's no shame in going, I don't know, or I couldn't figure this out on my own. It's okay to have advisors in different parts of your right. life that can help you navigate certain waters right. so that you can come to it from a position of knowledge Right. And and someone maybe somebody else needs to provide that wisdom to you. That's right. all fine. Right. And it's like having a coach. So when yes. you have a financial advisor, someone to hold your hand, help you through, help you uh you know, we're the ones that are doing this every day, 
you know, for many, many years and have the ability to help make recommendations uh, that that can be very beneficial for people. Right. Well, we've talked about if you're doing these investments and what you're doing, you want to be uh, in this sweet spot where you don't want to be too conservative because you won't be able to keep up with inflation and other things that are happening. But you also don't want to be too aggressive. Right. So how do you help people balance those two things? Yeah, those are good. So I always say don't get too conservative too fast. That's okay. where fear comes in. So people are afraid. Maybe they were afraid of the markets. Their 401k went down last year. And and I'm not saying that it's it's okay for that. There right. are strategies though that can help prevent that, and you can still maintain your financial goals. Uh, but that fear can cause people to shift to conservative too fast in their life. Just remember, when you're retired, you may live as long in retirement as you did working. Right. People today are living longer. So if you retire sometime in your 60s or even 50s, some people, you know, retirement is new. Uh, it, it, it's being transformed. Right. A lot of baby boomers today retiring may still work part time. They may still uh, be involved in professional work or they might just work somewhere part time just to pay the bills. So there's a lot of changes going on with retirement, but people may live 40 some years in retirement. And so that money We've got to make sure that money lasts and that you can pay for things. And Carla, I'm going to go to producer Sonny just for a second, because producer Sonny, I know that we had someone on the uh, call that we didn't get a chance to go to soon enough. So do you mind relaying that question to us from our my talker that called in with the question for Carla? I am uncomfortable relaying that question because gotcha. it was <laughs> complex. I feel like, yeah, and I feel complex. like I'm not going to ask it correctly. Okay. <laughs> I think they're just going to contact you on, on the on offline. <laughs> I don't want to mess up their question. <laughs> that is a fair thing, because that was what one of the words we've used before is how complex these things are. And part of the reason why we go, okay, it's totally fine for you to set up that complimentary consultation. And right. it's a way they're going to ask and they know details and uh, <laughs> mess it up. So just oh contact Carla. What is your contact information? One more time. Okay. You can yeah. find them at clearsteppfinancial.com. You can also call at 651-600-0855. Just tell them that you heard Carla here on my oh talk. My and talk. they'll, we'll they'll make sure. You. And we'll especially talk. if you call back and go, I was the one with the complex question <laughs> that producer Sonny was like, yeah, you need to call and ask that. But I think that that's fantastic that people are going, no, this is a great time for me to start that journey right. and help find help in unwinding yep. some of these things. Yep. Yep. Be- and, and start to evaluate our thought process of investing. You know, we we need to, and some people are very adverse with money and finance, right? And maybe it's something when you were a child, there were financial issues right. there, or you never talked about it, or there was uh, situations that occurred that it's negative to you, yes, right? And again, we can help with that. That's that's what we're about. We are we're about taking you by the hand and saying, okay, these are the things that we would recommend. Uh, so there's all different types of situations and thoughts that we bring to the table as adults right that were there when we were a child some's good some's not some some of the information is not good and so it's so important to uh just to have someone who doesn't have that bias to help achieve financial goals. I'm so glad that you brought it up that way because that's exactly what it is. A lot of times you have some sort of, we'll use the word trauma yep. from when you were yep. younger or something that happened in mm-hmm. uh, a relationship, in your upbringing, just the way that you were, the scenario you were in where you either didn't have good financial modeling right. or right. You were, you're accustomed to looking at things from a position of lack and going, right. no, I can stop that trend and right. start a new one in my life. It feels 
like a, a, an un, a, a unattainable task right. sometimes, I right. think, for people to go, oh, no, no, I can be different and I can get more control over right. it. And that's a lot of what you do at Clear up and right. go, no, you can take a different path. Right. We just want people just to be open minded. You know, a lot of times just our thoughts on how we approach it will help. Uh, just having that positive attitude, knowing that, yes, you deserve it. Yes. I remember reading a book years ago about how 90% of all Americans in some form or fashion feel they may not deserve success. They may right. not deserve uh, the amount of money that they know they need for retirement, whatever that is. So approaching our finances with a positive attitude, being open-minded, being open to some of the educational process, um, it will go a long way right. with, with achieving financial goals. Right. And you just helped and you us don't have little... to be the expert because that's what our job is. Exactly. <laughs> so speaking of the expert, we're going to give us a, a break and come back with a expert advice from our friend Carla at ClearStep Financial. So you have some more risks and obstacles to retirement here on the Health and Wealth. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Shannon and truly, Carla, I love it when you are in. Just to be able to talk to you about these things and, and to arm people with the information and the education that they need to try and make really good financial choices in their mm-hmm. life and to empower them. Right, right. And and these are, again, sometimes it's just discussing things with people. Um, you know, it, it's not even... We all have to evaluate our thought process right. with what we do and our decisions that we make and everything that we do, right? Right. Uh, but the money and finance is such a critical piece because it's a basic need. Yes. You know, we... We need to to be able to live. You've got to be able to pay for things and you've got to be able to be comfortable. And so these are just the concepts and ideas to share to really feel good about life, be happy, uh, choose, you know, choose good things and uh, just really be debt free and 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 then get, you know, those retirement dollars working for you and, and not just to retirement, but. Through retirement. Right, right. I love that you said through. Through is fantastic. <laughs> so we've been going through risks and obstacles to retirement. Um, so we've gotten through, you know, some of the things we're going, all right, we, we're talking about, you know, longevity is key. We're glad that we're here. We're keeping that in mind as we're making our plan. But because we're living so much longer, are some people going, well, like, it seems like the goal was always to retire as soon as possible. Like, I still see articles about that. They go, yeah. these people retired when they were 35. And I'm I like, know. am I supposed <laughs> to be working to retire tomorrow? Or <laughs> Well, there's a lot of conversation about that, right? So because of COVID last year and the pandemic, a lot of people, I should say, I, this is fun, kind of funny to me. I probably get a phone call a week that says I'm, I'm retiring. I got a package. I'm retiring. Yes. Uh, and I love it mm-hmm. because... We've been preparing and planning, and now they're ready to, you know, get to that next level. Retirement is, uh, it, it really is an emotional, sometimes an emotional decision, too, right. because you don't know or you don't think you have enough. Yes. Or even if you do have enough, you still question whether you have enough. Uh, many times I, I get those conversations a that lot. It has to be you a know, completely mental, sh- yeah, uh, a it, mental it shift, though, Part of Carla. it is. It's a mm-hmm. mental shift. So I, I liken it to, let's say you're on a tall building, 
and you're jumping, right? Yes. And you hope your parachute opens. <laughs> You've checked your parachute a number of times. It right. seems that it's solid, it but you still right. go. You still question. <laughs> right, exactly. Is this going to open up for me? <laughs> right. You know, because you've been preparing so long, right? right? People prepare so long. And that's part of the excitement of retirement, too. But you have been preparing. Yeah, you, know, you, you have put been money preparing. In monthly but, and you create that discipline. But the and, building's been getting higher, is the thing. As I've been preparing, but the building gets <laughs> It's got more floors than when I started this journey. So I got it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, too, is when we sit down with people, again, wanting to retire, it's the most interesting thing to me is that we'll have the conversation, we'll talk about numbers, and they will make it work. Yes. When you're ready to retire, you are ready. Right. And the commitment is there uh, for people. It's just interesting, which means... Deciding how much you're going to spend, right? Right. Uh, maybe tightening up the budget a little bit more or looking at maybe even a part-time job, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Looking creatively as to how that can be achieved. So right. It's kind of neat. Well, congratulations for everyone who makes it to that point. And so, all right. So uh, before we start wrapping up, I know that we want to get into a couple more things like talking about down markets. Can we just explain what a down market is again i think we hit a little piece of historically when we've had those Mm -hmm. but let's just maybe give that baseline right so this is more of us i consider this one of the risks of retirement getting to retirement or through is a sustained down market sustained a sustained means where it stays down or it continues to go down for maybe a year or two right like we've experienced before in the past this past decade uh, last year was not a sustained down market. It actually went down and came back up. But very often people don't know if it's going to be sustained or not. Right. right. So that's when fear comes in. Uh, my account is down 200 thought, whatever. Right. It's down quite a bit. And now um, what do I do? Right. So a lot of times what people will do if they're not working with a financial advisor, and this is what I see, is that you have these emotions that come into play. Yes. So they might sell. Right. Right. So all of a sudden you're down and you're you've got fear kicking in and you're thinking, okay, should I sell my account? Am I too much in the market? Um, You know, these are all questions that that people have. So very often the emotional part of us kicks in and says, I have to hold on to whatever I have. Right. Right. So let me just sell it right now Mm -hmm. because then I know I'll have that. Uh, The other bit of emotion that comes in again, these can be obstacles. I always say investing in emotions don't mix. Right. Right. So sometimes you have political concerns out there too, yes. right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people do. And and those are, I'm not saying they're not valid or are valid, whatever. But again, those can be emotional decisions to invest or not to invest. And so it's so important to work with a financial advisor that understands all that, that can help people through the whole process of reaching financial goals. So you're me- making more consistent decisions based upon the overall landscape not based upon, you know, we listen to our gut sometimes. It probably helps you not get, you know, hit by a car because you stepped out in the Good street. Yeah. But sometimes you're going, okay, your gut is just a reaction. This is actually how we can take that gut response and make it logical. Right. Okay. Right. Get some information. Gotcha. Uh, look at the total picture. Right. And I I think uh, I agree with making decisions with your gut, right? Right. But I don't believe your gut is emotion. Okay. Okay. I think there's a separation there. Sometimes our emotion kicks in. I don't believe that's the gut. Okay. I think we know when we make gut decisions, right? We know it feels good, mm-hmm. um, which I suppose that's, 
that's a little bit of an emotional there, but it's just a knowing. There's right. a knowing there that you're making that right decision, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have to be able to understand when decisions are emotional or right. fear-based or uh, whatever that is that we might have experienced before that's all of a sudden kicking in again. Right. To, for that, those are the types of decisions I'm referring to where we have to be aware of them. And, and that's where the coaching comes in, a mentor, financial advisor that can help through that whole process. Because sometimes when we you know do have certain emotions, like I, I know that when I'm in a position of anger, that is not when I make my best choices. <laughs> right. Like I'm like, you need to calm down before you do anything because you don't do your best thinking in anger mode. Right. So <laughs> across the board. They're probably for everyone. Yes, exactly. So there are probably some of those buckets of emotion where you're going, if you're, you know, incredibly sad, if you're incredibly angry, if you're incredible, those things are probably a time for you to go, I need wise counsel outside of this emotion. Right. Okay. Right. Fair right. enough. Absolutely. Fair right. enough. Because we make, we, we very often don't make good decisions with those emotions. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's so important. Like I said, working with financial advisors, it's been proven over and over again that it really is a critical piece to reaching financial goals uh, to work with a financial advisor. So that's why we're here. We're here because we want to educate. We want to teach. We want to offer our services uh, free consultation to go to clearstepfinancial.com. Let us know you're. You heard us on My Talk Radio, and we'd be more than happy to have an initial conversation with you. And just kind of give you that baseline. Again, it is a very freeing thing. We want to remind everyone that you do have your retirement success webinar coming up this Tuesday. So let's tell everybody about that again. Yep. So that's going to be on retirement, mm-hmm. the success principles of retirement, 630 to 730 Tuesday virtual webinar. Uh, guests are invited, so feel free to go on our website, register, and let us know you'd like to uh be registered for that for that event. That is one of my favorite thing that's come out of all of the changes we had to do because of the pandemic is it has, I think, really taught us how to make some of these things, these resources so much more accessible right. where it may not have been. I'm going to get a sitter so I can go to this thing, right. but I know I can go ahead and I can listen in and I can, you know, have my earbuds in and, and follow you around while I'm watching the webinar on my phone. It has and been do a something. wonderful. Yes. Uh, addition here with our virtual webinars that we have we've always had webinars and we've always done educational material but this has really been a good system right um, that's available to so, people all over so again you can go to clearstepfinancial.com you can also call them at 651-600-0855 make sure you tell them that you heard them on my talk and they will get you all set up so i think we covered most of the things today carla so we're going to hopefully uh, some people will be resting a little bit easier they'll be able yeah. to get some sleep and so you know you know i know we've had probably three or four topics of of the aspect of the drawdowns right yes. the, and i think that it's so interesting. The fear of the drawdown is greater than the excitement of the gain. Yes. It's very interesting to Mm -hmm. me. And and I see that over and over again. So part of what we teach people and what we recommend is to really, there's strategies out there that we work with that have the ability to preserve that asset, but still gain to outperform 